0: The artist's brain is an independent variable. When brought into the everyday world, their senses find meaning in even the most mundane observations. The reaction must only be told by the artists themselves. I'm Loverboy, and this is an experiment. Today's guest has found massive success in the electronic music world. He's found himself playing some of the largest shows and collaborating with people that he was watching on stage just a few years prior. Whether it be an original, a remix, or a song off his new project, August, he has no sign of slowing down anytime soon. With his debut EDC set coming up soon, we are excited to announce today's guest, Kayvon. How's everything going, man? Welcome. Good. Thanks for having me, brother. Of course. Today we're going to be talking about how the people you surround yourself with affects your art and just affects the way you go about your life. For everybody who doesn't know, I met Kayvon at Icon Collective, where we both went to school. And not only have I known you through school, but we've stayed in touch over the years. I've had the opportunity to see Kayvon grow and become something incredible, and now also your other project, August, which is more of your creative outlet. How would you say making a song as Kayvon and as August differ? Are they different processes? Yeah. So. I feel
1: like when I first got into electronic music, everything sounded good. I loved all genres and even everything I made. Like, I remember making like the shittiest house track of all time with uh, Oliver Heldon's Pluck preset. And it was just so shit. And I didn't know what sidechain was. And the synth was louder than the kick and the snare, and you couldn't hear it at all. And I just remember like jumping around in my room being like, I'm going to play main stage with this shit, (laughs) even though it was complete garbage. So that was kind of like my ear for things at the beginning. I couldn't really differentiate what would be groundbreaking or innovative. I just loved all electronic music. And then eventually I feel like I started developing certain tastes and more nuances for, I don't know, more specific genres in EDM. So then I feel like I kind of fell in love with the more melodic style, and that was easier for me to make on a loop rather than the heavier house or dubstep stuff. So then I kind of fell into that and just connected with it more and wanted to make something really deep. And so that's what kind of started beginning my direction in terms of like electronic music was I want to make something musical and deep and profound, hopefully. and. And that's the Cave On project? That's the Cave On project, yeah. And so, geez, this November will be five years since the first release. And I really didn't have a plan when I put out the first release. I was just kind of like, I made this song, I want the world to hear it, and I'm going to put out a song once per month and see where it goes. So that was pretty much it.
0: And how about the start of your August project? Was that any different? Yeah, that differs because. I feel like
1: after a while of making EDM electronic music, I don't want to say it became formulaic, but I wanted to push my limits and try making something that I don't know would succeed because now I feel like I've had some success in the EDM world, so I know I can do that. Um, Or at least I hope I can keep doing that. So I had some confidence there, but I wanted to test my limits and boundaries and do a genre that I had no idea if it would succeed or fail and um, just take risks and have fun and not have any rules or expectations also because now I feel like with the cave Home project, I have expectations where I like want to get this amount of plays or play this show or do this thing. Um, because it's my livelihood now. Like, it's how I put food on the table. So there's some like expectation there. Whereas the August stuff, it's just about more about having like creative expression and being free. No pun intended. The last song I put out was free. And um, yeah, and just having fun and not putting any sort of limits or constraints on myself. Cause I understand with the K project, I can't just out of nowhere put out a rap or pop song on the projects. People would just, Just make no sense. So it's a creative outlet, the August stuff, and it was also a a source of therapy for me. Like the main, the main inspiration behind August was trying to figure out what could I make that I would want to hear my favorite artists say to me right now. So the messages I'm saying to myself, like it's okay to be alone, free, a song coming out called "It Takes Time." It's all messages that I want to give out to the world and also give to myself.
0: Like little reminders to yourself.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And with your Kayvon project, in the past, you've talked a lot about rebirth and being reborn. And during this process and in life, you know, everybody has these low, tough spots that don't, that don't feel as inspirational or don't feel as incredible. But sometimes they're super necessary and you have to have these low points at certain times in your life in order to grow and have rebirth. How would you say that you've handled this in your life and has it affected the people you surround yourself with now?
1: Yeah, well, I think I took that to a bit of an extreme that saying you are who you hang around with because now I don't hang out with anyone. I'm just kidding, but I, I really did sort of become an introvert. I've always been an introvert, but I became a super introvert just because, I don't know, I was having trouble relating, relating to people in society. I don't know why, like, I don't know, just like being a producer, there's not a lot of us, and I don't know, I just, I just felt like being alone because I didn't feel like I could relate to anyone. And when I tried hanging out with people, they were typically smoking or drinking, which I've been trying to quit doing the past year. And it's not that I don't mind that stuff, but that was literally my only motivation for leaving the house for like six or seven years was like, I'm going to go hang out with this person to smoke or drink. Like, I wouldn't just want to hang out with the person. Like, I'd have to have that involved once I quit doing that stuff I became super introverted but now I'm like last night I went to a bar and didn't drink and that was the first time I've done that in like two years so I feel like I've kind of got over that hump of like can't be around things because I get triggered or whatever but I'm just just, yeah in terms of surrounding myself with people I've stayed pretty alone just because. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure why. I think I'm just an introvert kind of. And
0: sometimes I'm the same way, but I also feel like, you know, like this stuff happens and that's part of life. And sometimes you need these situations in order to learn who you need in your life and maybe who you don't need in your life. But, you know, I mean, you know, the, the hardest part about growing up and being a kid and being in middle school and high school is that you're surrounded by whoever you're surrounded by. It's, it's not up to you. It's, people that are in your area or whatever it is. But as you go through life, you start getting to be in more positions where who you surround yourself with is fully your choice. And you start figuring out who you should have in your life and who you shouldn't and making these additions or taking people out or, you know, whatever you have to do in order to maintain a certain level of happiness, a certain level of contentness. And I guess part of it's also just... You know, trial and error. You have, to, you have to fuck up sometimes. And sometimes you screw up and you make the wrong decision, but then you go back and you fix it and you don't let it happen again. You clearly needed a second to take yourself away from all these people and figure out really who you wanted to have in your life. Would you say it's had an impact on your life and your art? Yeah, I mean,
1: I just feel like my whole life, I've always been a naturally super anxious kid, and once I found an es- music's definitely an escape of that, but once I found an escape, I just fell in love with it, and then I just realized the come downs from the escapes were not worth the escapes itself through substance and I'm still tempted now because it's very enticing to want that drink or want that mental escape because life's fucking hard and we're a, a lot of us are just trying to escape most of the time but I found there's another way where you can face life and I, I've honestly been super inspired like this Eckhart Tolle he's changed my life with the power of now I feel like until the past year I've lived my whole life constantly with my thoughts thinking about the past and future like oh I fucked up in the past or I need to achieve this I need to get this I want this I need this and it's a it's super intense daily practice of I just need to enjoy right now and I have to tell that to myself a million times a day and it's honestly caused a major shift in my thinking is just enjoying Life right now because it's all we're guaranteed.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, you don't know what tomorrow or the next day is going to look like. You might as well try to enjoy where you're at at the moment. Would you say that during this whole process, your inspirations have changed?
1: Yeah, I feel like I just like listening to enlightened people or on YouTube or spiritual people who feel like they've just kind of figured out life. And I, I, It's cool to research, I don't know, like, enlightenment. I feel like that's kind of like the goal in life, because thats I'm pretty sure enlightenment means, like, no suffering. And I've noticed there's a lot of similarities in, like, teachers who are enlightened, and they're saying the same thing. And so that's, for the first time, giving me some sort of sense of security. Because I've always been afraid of the unknown, like un- afraid of death and afraid of problems in life and situations, but I'm learning through like these teachers basically that the key to enlightenment is suffering and to embrace it, and without suffering there's no light, and also that we're all part of the same. We're all the same, basically, in that we're just in these like human body forms very temporarily. And there's something much deeper within all of us that connects all of us.
0: I I think that's incredible. Is there anybody that you're specifically listening to right now that you're really digging?
1: Yeah, I'd say if if you're looking to get into that whole self-help world, I, I never read books. Like last time I read a book was probably in Fifth grade and I just did spark notes through middle school and high school. But yeah, but I just read I just finished Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle and I watch all his stuff on YouTube. And whenever I'm feeling super anxious or depressed, he helps bring me to the present moment. And he believes being in the present moment is the key to to enjoying life. And I'm still working on it, but
0: I believe him. <laughs> And what would you say to a kid or somebody who's looking to be in your position one day?
1: Yeah, well, I I think you first got to ask yourself, do you really love music and creating music? Or are you in love with the idea of the the quote unquote rewards that come with music, the notoriety, the playing in front of a bunch of people, the girls or guys or the drugs or the lavish experiences, are you in love with that? Or are you in love with the music creation process? Because if you're in love with the music creation process, then you'll have the mentality of, I don't care how long this takes. I am doing this for my career and I'm making it happen. And I think if you have that mentality, I feel like there's a small chance of failure maybe even zero chance of failure because you're doing what you love. Whereas I feel like a lot of people get into the whole electronic world because they want to live this crazy, cool lifestyle. And I feel like if you're in it for bad reasons, um, it's just you're not going to enjoy it. <laughs> you're
0: probably not in the right place.
1: Yeah. So I would just say if you have a passion and love for music, just say to yourself, I don't care how long this takes. I'm doing this. And if you have to have a side gig or a side hustle to keep that dream alive, then that may be very possible. But if you say to yourself, I don't care how long this takes and I love music, I, I don't see where you can fail, really.
0: Well, man, I absolutely love everything you're doing. I love your Von project. I love your August project. And I know like a lot of other people, I'm super excited to see all the new things that you create. Thank you so much for being on this podcast, Kayvon. And to everybody listening,
1: I'm Kayvon, also known as August, and this is an experiment. The experience is the experiment.